Hello everyone and I hope you're feeling amazing today because I am and I'm here to record a podcast for you because I just just felt like it. I just got off two amazing coach calls this morning and I felt compelled to just tell you what I learned and this also helps me process through my head too. So welcome to episode, I'm going to say episode 28 and I'm not sure what I'm going to call this yet but this podcast talks about or I'm bringing to you the I guess the mental journey of launching a brand and a life that we love, everything that goes on in the background for us as entrepreneurs and also the emotional journey and the personal growth and development that comes from it. So I wanted to bring a couple of concepts to you today that I learned in the coach call today. So many of you know that I am part of a community called The 1% and uh, which is led by Ryan Daniel Moran in um, the, sorry, capitalism.com. And Every bi-weekly we have a coaching call with, with Ryan and today he brought on the president of capitalism.com named Stan Wei. And we had the opportunity to submit our questions in advance. And one of the questions I got to ask both Stan and Ryan is what are the three things that you attribute to your skin in the game when you were, I guess, starting out in this entrepreneurial journey? The reason why I wanted to ask this question is because a lot of us are still, you know, 10 years behind a lot of the entrepreneurs in this 1% group who are already making great progress with their business. And a lot of us have also come from an entrepreneurial background and a lot of us haven't come from an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial background. I definitely haven't. I was working the 95, nine to five life just, uh, you know, four to five years ago and I only entered the world of entrepreneurship three years ago and I'm actually still working full-time as a waitress it's kind of actually only 20 hours a week right now because it's, it's quite a slow period but yeah I still work the sort of evening job or day job if you want to call it that and so I think this question helps a lot of us who are sort of just starting this journey you're still sort of figuring out who you are what you want to create who you want to serve and I believe there's this overlapping period between developing your side of, you know, mentality, focus, personal growth, personal development, becoming this person that you want to be for yourself. And then there's this other side of like, oh, I've got to figure out, I've got to start creating this business and I need to do that by thinking, who am I going to serve and start serving them? So there's a way to sort of mesh uh, these, these two processes together. And I think that's sort of what I have been going through in these past few months where I have been developing myself through trying to find out how to serve people or just trying to serve them in the way that I believe I can do right now. What often happens in that process though is we reach a sort of threshold where we feel like giving up or we feel weak or we feel not good enough or we feel like we don't know enough or we feel like there's so much uncertainty, so much inability, so much scarcity, so much fear that we don't take that final step which would make everything sort of start rolling. And I think a lot of us experience this again and again. It's an ebb and flow. It's an up and down sort of journey. You go with entrepreneurship where you'll feel great and you'll create great stuff and you'll keep riding that flow. And then a week later, you just hit this slump and you're going to ride that slump as well. And that is an essential part of entrepreneurship, I think, is learning how to ride that that lump instead of like trying to resist having that shitty feeling or having that resistance and having that like, no, I don't want to feel this way. I can't create like this. Just let yourself have that, that slumping period. So asking these questions to both Ryan and Stan and learning how they have sort of developed a skin in the game is great because I think they can sort of fast forward 
all of our journeys in, in getting to where we want to go, especially if we haven't had, you know, a lot of background in entrepreneurship or been surrounded by entrepreneurship for a few years. So I want to give you Ryan's answer that he gave to me and it was similar to Stan's as well. And honestly, I am creating this podcast because I want to have a record for it. So this is actually more for myself. And I know that I'm going to want to come back to it in a month's time to be like, oh, what, what did Ryan say he had skin in the game for when I'm feeling crappy? So here it is. So the question was, what are the three things you attribute to your skin in the game back when you were early in the journey of entrepreneurship? So both Ryan and Zen agree with these points. One, the first one is financial commitment. One of the biggest things I've learned, uh, or it's been said a few times over and again by a few different successful entrepreneurs as well, is that people who pay, pay attention. And I think that goes for both the customer that we're serving and also for ourselves as well. I think there's a lot of, uh, you probably would have entered or signed up for a lot of programs, courses, free stuff, etc. And there's a pattern where like you probably didn't pay as much attention to the free stuff and the stuff that you paid for, especially if it's like a huge expense. And so I think when we put a lot of money into something, it not only feels a little bit scary to have spent that much money, a little bit risky, but also like, shit, I got to make this worth it. So a financial commitment is one thing that has helped these two entrepreneurs keep their head down and do the work necessary to create the results that they imagined when they made this commitment financially. I think for me right now, it's a lot of us, I guess, in the space of building a brand is going through the part where you put money down on inventory because it can it can range from like 10 to 20,000, which is a lot of money that we don't have. And we make that commitment. We're making this statement that we believe in what we created. If we haven't believed enough in what we created, then the decision to make that financial commitment is always going to feel a little bit more of a struggle than a holy shit feeling. So I definitely believe in creating a product that you believe in 100% because it makes every decision or at least the financial ones a bit easier to come to terms with actually making. And then the part that the scary part of that is actually just delivering on what you committed to. The second thing that they say kept their skin in the game is accountability. This word is probably said a thousand times in e-commerce and just business builders in general is having accountability. I think accountability, what I've actually learned these past few weeks and months is accountability means different to everyone. For me, I think what works of accountability is creating these podcasts. It's making sure I have conversations with a different entrepreneur every week. It's making sure that I'm replying to people that follow me. It is it's, it's staying in the world and staying in conversations. That is my accountability. For other people, accountability is, oh, I need this one person that I have a one hour call with every week that follows me up on my to-do lists or my action points that I said I would do. And we have this accountability, I guess we have these masterminds twice a month as well. And we usually write down, okay, like what are you going to action by the next time we have a call in two weeks? So for some people that works, I discovered that that doesn't work for me. Like for me, it doesn't work for me to set goals with someone and rely on them to follow up with me a week later being like, Hey Jules, did you do this and do this and this? I think for me, I have enough self-motivation to know what I need to do and what is accountability for me is staying within this group of people who are also taking action. So you might be someone who already has enough of that self-motivation and drive 
to know what you need to do and you don't need someone to tell you what to do. I actually, I actually don't like to, <laughs> I think this is actually part of my personality. I actually don't like to be told what to do, but I like guidance. I like being surrounded by others who I like conversing about what I'm going to do or what I need to do. So that is accountability for me. So I think another way of seeing accountability is, is coaching as well. You can have a mentor, someone that just guides you through a certain process and accountability doesn't have to be one person or a group of people and the same person like every week or every two weeks or every month. Accountability can come in whatever way or form that helps you get the stuff done. So don't feel like you have to get stuck into the belief of what accountability is. It's what works for you to get the stuff done. And it takes time to, to learn what gets you to get stuff done. And that means just trying different things every day, having different conversations, trying different rituals, different routines. And eventually you'll start to get into the groove of actually doing stuff and be like, oh, hey, like I'm actually doing stuff now. And then having that self-awareness to be like, oh, that's my accountability. So even exercise for me is an accountability standpoint. And this doesn't have to just apply for the, the business building side of things. It's accountability for every other aspect of your life. You know, it's like, what gets you to keep calling your, to call your, your family or friends every week back home? What gets you to exercise every day? What gets you to eat that same meal that you like? So, you know, it's, it's also wondering what is it that gets me to do these things on a routine basis? That is your accountability. That's your method of accountability that works for you. And it might be different depending on the aspect of life as well. So the third, the third, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> the third thing they attribute to their skin in the game is, uh, I might phrase this two ways. So one way I took it was to carve your own lane, to stick to what's working I guess that's the way that someone took it to is to, to keep doing what's working and not pay attention or not take what's working for someone else and believe that it's going to work for you as well. You're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment there. And I think while it's, it's great, it's valuable to see what's working for someone else and it could work for you as well. You need to follow your inspiration and energy with those perspective with those other as I guess insights on how you can do it well as well but don't believe or don't don't give yourself the expectation that oh this works for this person I should try that as well I mean I think this is why a lot of us feel a bit of regret and upsetness when we join some expensive like program or course for, for coaching or for Amazon whatever it is to learn a new business skill because it's worked for all these other millionaires and then it just didn't work for us. So a lot of sunk costs is there. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, <laughs> tens of thousand dollars have gone into other programs and courses that I believed I can recreate just as those people have to create, you know, thriving financial businesses, but it didn't work for me. So definitely all through that experience, I've definitely learned that I need to follow my own energy, my own inspiration, because at the end of the day, when I do that, I feel productive and I feel passionate and I feel rewarded even if no money came in and I'm telling you now, no money is coming in right now, but I feel passionate. I feel fulfilled. I feel valuable. And I feel like I can be a resource to someone because I'm just following what's inspiring to me and what is, what feels good to me. But it is always, always, always fantastic to celebrate successes of other people as well. I think this comes back to us and it's what creates a community when we can all lift each other up together and celebrate together. It's like, that what's that phrase I learned? It was, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, 
go together. So I think this is a highly pretty much the basis and foundation of any community out there is that we celebrate together the wins, the losses, the high periods and the low periods. We are in it together and it makes that journey so much more fulfilling. So to the point of carving your own lane, this is what Ryan and Stan means is double down on what's working for you. If you see a result or if you see something that worked, no matter how small it is, do it again, double down on it, do it bigger, do it again, because the first time you did it was the first time. And so the second time you do it might be bigger and better and more impactful and keep doing that a few times and just follow your energy and inspiration. This is definitely what I'm finding a flow of coming to the end of 2022 is that I'm definitely starting to feel my flow and I'm starting to see my own, my own lane, if you put it that way. So those were the three points, guys. I will say to you again. So the original question was, what were the three things you attribute to your skin in the game? One, financial commitment. People who pay, pay attention. Two is accountability. Okay, accountability can be in any form. It just matters that you actually get the shit, the work <laughs> done. Three is to carve your own lane. What is working for you and what is working for someone else? Sorry, what works for you? Double down on what works for you. What works for someone else may not work for you. It is always, always a win. If you follow your energy, your passion, your inspiration, just double down on that. I want to finish this podcast by telling you a little metaphor that I read in a book recently. It was just yesterday. I was on a run and I I started a new book, which was inspired by a friend, uh, Andrew Caval. He actually recommended me this book. It is called The Power of One More by Ed Milet. And I'm not sure what chapter it was, but he gave this metaphor for life. He said, life is like a piñata. And he gave a scenario when he was at this kid's birthday party and a lot of the kids were taking turns hitting hitting this piñata. And a lot of times you'll take swings, you know, it's okay. I'm just, I'm just going to talk about it as if it's life. We'll take swings (laughs) at life. We'll take swings at this piñata. And it seems like the piñata is not breaking down. It's just still in solid form. Nothing has happened to it. And five or 10 kids have hit this piñata. They have taken a swing at this piñata. And from the outside, it looks like nothing's happening. But on the inside of this piñata, things are breaking down. (laughs) It's destructing. It's deteriorating. And then finally, the birthday boy comes up and takes this massive swing at the piñata. And the piñata finally bursts open and all the candy comes out. So Ed compares or uses this metaphor for life because especially in this this uh, entrepreneur journey and brand building journey where we can be doing all this work and we're sort of chugging along, chugging along and we don't have results. We don't have any solid qualitative results to show. And it feels like nothing is happening for the longest time. It feels like nothing's happening for six months, eight months, 12 months. I mean, my parents and friends ask me all the time, like, how's the business going? I've got nothing to show them, but I know that I've been building. And so this idea of like, you can be working on your business for the longest time, feeling like nothing's happening. But one day, one action, you know, kind of gets the piñata to burst and everything starts rolling. The ball just starts rolling. Everything just happens, starts to happen so quickly. And you just have no idea how fast you can experience such an amazing life. And that is all that candy, all the work you've been putting towards something that feels like it hasn't been moving. Suddenly it's in front of you and you are experiencing much happiness and joy and fulfillment. And that is the candy that comes out of this piñata. So no matter how stagnant things may feel, keep taking hits because you are breaking down barriers. You are picking up new skills. You are creating new connections. You're building your network. 
these are all things that are sort of breaking down the walls, breaking down the barriers, breaking down the the negative thoughts or preventative thoughts and um, feelings that you're having in your head. Just keep breaking those, those barriers down. Keep taking a swing in one day. You're just going to be this 100% on fire entrepreneur, on fire person with your life. And you're going to burst open all that candy. So that is my podcast for you today. Uh, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing festive week ahead, getting into Christmas. Uh, Make sure I drink a lot of water. My throat is parched right now. That just tells me I didn't drink enough water all morning or had too much coffee. But yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing winter time wherever you are. And I will speak to you guys in the next episode. Have a great one. And reminder here is you are amazing. Do not forget it. And this one's out to you too, Megan. (laughs) Speak to you guys soon.